Welcome to another Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about Joe Biden, Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan recently said, so this is not going to quite be a ramble, just a FYI. Joe Rogan recently said that he will not support Joe Biden against Donald Trump. So Joe Biden, so, so basically, Joe Rogan was a Bernie Sanders supporter. And really, for me personally, he's more of a bigger Tulsi Gabbard supporter. But he's on record of being a Bernie Sanders supporter. And basically, he said Joe Biden is in cognitive decline. Right? He's in mental decline. And he cannot support someone like that. Running for president, really. right? So he rather, if it's between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, he rather Donald Trump. Now, there are those people on the left who... And this is why when I see this type of thing, this type of stuff, I'm so glad I'm not a leftist. There's people on the left criticizing um, Bernie. Actually, well, no, they don't really love Joe, um, Joe Rogan. But they're criticizing Bernie because Bernie was one person who was very much kind of like bragging that Joe, that Joe Rogan endorsed him. So they're like, look at this. Bernie Chanel disavow that and say, well, look. Joe Biden, well, Joe Rogan is actually supporting Donald Trump, really. So I should take back the endorsement he gave me from the beginning. And this is what I mean by the left, the bubble, right? The left, especially when you start to, to, to get into Democratic establishment, they don't realize they are more hated than Donald Trump. They don't realize that. Because I think what ends up happening is because they control the media and that media control makes them think, oh, well, people love us, like, because you live in your bubble, like, I, I, like, I've always said, the country, like, if you go New York to New England, California, I won't even say Washington and Oregon, right, I just said West Coast, California, New York to New England, right, won't even say Jersey, won't even say Jersey, all my, all, all my players in Jersey, that's strong blue, they're so strong blue, it wouldn't matter what happens, they will support blue and not just even support blue. They're in their bubble, right? They're in their bubble. So flip side, you get Alabama, you get Mississippi, you get West Virginia. You could even go I mean, places like Iowa, Tennessee, like the South, right? They're going to vote red. And I'm not saying all South because I'm trying to make the extinction. Alabama, Mississippi, the strongholds for sure, Right? They're going to vote South. I mean, not South. They're going to vote red. Period. And if you want to put it in Tennessee, you want to put it in South Carolina, you definitely want to put it in West Virginia, you could do all that. You probably could even put it in Oklahoma. They're going to vote Utah. They're going to vote red no matter what. But it's not the fact that they vote red no matter what. They exist in their own bubble. And that's the thing. From that bubble... It is very hard from either, from either side for both of them to realize that there are more states than what I just called, right? And in everyday life, the everyday American is more like Joe Rogan. It's more like Cyrus King. Be honest. That, that was the whole motivation for me making political ramble because I said I represent more the everyday American. 
it's differences. Like I pay attention to politics more than everyday America. I mean, I mean, I'm actually into the science of politics, but I'm also where I think I'm very similar to Joe Rogan in the sense that we know people, and when you know people, it's a different animal than just statistics. It's a different animal than just saying I'm blue or red. It's a different animal than just say I'm conservative, I'm conservative or progressive, or liberal. That's the difference. Right, so good example. I might know climate change is probably the most important issue we have, but climate change has not been put in everyday life. So because you have because it hasn't been put in everyday life, like you haven't translated that to everyday life, many people don't care, and that's the difference, right? And that's the that's the difference that I don't think a lot of people realize. Many people don't care, so. When you get things like that, the problem is, and, and, and you, can, you can put that to many other things. Even when, even when you get into racism, if you're in Iowa, Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota, you don't experience, and you're Caucasian, you don't experience that. You don't even, you don't even have, because it's not even just as much as saying you're black or you're white or you're brown or you're native. It's not even just that. It's more to the standpoint, if you, even if you were white and you were in a multiracial neighborhood or even in a, like a multi-diverse city, you would come across certain scenarios that you wouldn't have. Like you could have a boy, you could have a friend, you could have a girl who may have experienced that. But if you live in a, in a place where there's only one species, well, I was going to say one species, one race, you wouldn't, even, you wouldn't be able to understand it at all. Right? So many of these political tropes have to be put in, in, in a language of everyday life. And even when you see these lefties criticize Rogan, you can tell they don't know people. Rogan is more powerful than all of them. Rogan, has, Rogan was an inspiration for myself. Like He has his own machine that he created that represents everyday people, not in a bubble. So yes, I would say Rogan's audience primarily leans more center, but center-right. Just like for me, I'm more center-right, but there's leftist things I believe in. I actually believe the leftists, the people on the left, are on the right side of history. I do believe that, but sometimes you have to make incremental change. I I do believe that as well. And I, I don't believe you go from zero to 100. And I do believe that people on the left are in a fog. And because... So, like, they will do things like support organic farming. Not, not, I'm sorry, not organic farming. Organic fruits, organic vegetables. They're into the health food, but they don't support farmers. Right? Farmers tend to be strictly Republican-based, right? Or to the right. And so, people on the left, like, so literally, they will talk about all this stuff about, you know, the digital economy. And they wouldn't care about the coal miners. They wouldn't care about the manufacturing jobs. And then when we have corona, we can't even produce masks. To, like, we literally, our biggest problem is we can't even produce mass and equipment needed. That's what the, that's what the, a lot of the major problem was coming from. Because when we no longer manufacture. So, they, people currently on the left are more into, they're more into concepts. And most importantly, they don't understand. That if you look historically, the biggest enemy of the people has been government. They don't understand that. And I don't know how you can't spend you can't spin that any other way. You can't. It is. So the only way to control that is to keep government as small as you could. 
I'm so sorry. That's that, that's the only way you could control that. Now, I'm not trying to say I have all the answers. I'm not trying to say because people on the right will go into corporations and corporations are good. No, well, that's the problem. The people on the right will act like corporations are good, government is bad. Realistically, there's almost no difference between government and corporation in the 21st century. Really, like realistically, there's almost no difference at this point, right? Both institutions are corrupt. So I'm not trying to say I understand the answer, but I, I do think the answer lays between a, some kind of hybrid. Andrew Yang said this, some kind of hybrid socialist comp capitalist system, some kind of hybrid. And, and I just think we also have to get into education. We also have to get stop the propaganda. Because the minute I say socialist, like literally, it's like people don't, like they have no, they don't have like a, a freaking high school education. They literally will, they will, they will literally go from socialist to communist. Like, do you understand? Socialist is basically a compromise. You're taking aspects of communism and you're taking aspects of capitalism. Do you understand that? It's not the same thing. Like, this is common sense. This is why when Bernie Sanders literally... Used to describe himself as a democratic socialist, which is really, which is basically saying he's not a socialist. Like he's not like you couldn't take Bernie Sanders to Europe and say that's a socialist, right? But when he used to describe himself as that, but then to say, but then allowed him to say he's a socialist, that was one of the things that I didn't like about Bernie because I literally was like, is some is this some ego involved in this? You're not a socialist, straight up, you're not, right? So if you're not a socialist. Why describe yourself as that and give your enemy ammunition? Oh, because you get, there, there is some grandocious stroke of your ego that you actually get, in my opinion, from that. No disrespect to Bernie, I actually like Bernie, but there's no reason why I could see you describe yourself as that if you're not that. You're not. That's why when, when your followers are so shocked when you say the Dems are not corrupt and you support Joe Biden and blah, 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 you get surprised because he's not a socialist. He's more left than the typical neoliberal corporate Democrat, 100% true. He's actually, I actually think his, his, I mean, he had a lot of things I disagreed with, but he was the catalyst that, that created the Andrew Yangs of the world. Like, I do think he was, I do think in the end of the day, he, he will, he forced the whole country to move left. And, I always give him respect for that. But this is what I'm saying. Joe Rogan, from his background in MMA, from his background in entertainment, from just dealing with different types of people, he understands people. And he is basically what I suspect the average voter would do. Bernie Sanders' core strength was pulling independence, pulling those middle, those middle, like Midwestern swing voters, right? He has he has that strength. He has that appeal. Bernie, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't. Joe Biden's from Pennsylvania. He should. But Joe Biden is so corporate at this point, right? When, he, when, when, he's, when he's even somewhat sane. I mean, I mean, at this point, when he's even knows where he's at, right? Like, in half, like 70% of the time, he doesn't even know where he's at. But when he knows where he's at, he's basically only half even there, Right? So he's not going to swing pull like swing voters are not going to go for him. That's just the reality of it. And I don't think people understand that. I don't think they want to. And I don't think the Democrats want to. And I don't think the average Democratic voter who's drunk on MSNBC, drunk on that Kool-Aid, they don't realize that. They don't realize that as much as you think Trump is hated, Trump is hated by your bubble. 
Once you go out, like I said, go outside California, go outside New York to New England. And I said California, like, yes, you get Oregon, you get Washington, you get Minnesota, you get places that voted blue. But I'm talking about the extreme Trump hate is in those categories. So I'm sorry, not categories, it's in those areas. That's the difference. And I just think a lot of times they don't understand that. And that comes from not knowing people. When this coronavirus stuff was happening, and I talked to some of my boys in New York, and, you know, it, the first thing they could do, they could say, they could just recite what's going on on MSNBC and CNN, talking about, you know, our response was weak, Trump's response was weak. Trump's response was atrocious. But in the end of the day, Governor Cuomo's response in New York was atrocious. San Francisco locked down their city like five, six days before New York did, and San Francisco was probably... Has the they contain Corona better than anybody? Well, you have Bill De Blasio and, and, and talking about go to work and just enjoy life. The man, New York, right? That was what they were saying. And then, isn't any surprise that half all the Corona cases are in New York? No, that's not. That's no. But I have people in New York quoting like it's all Trump because, like I said, drunk on MSNBC when. I remember I had a friend and we were talking about state rights and they were like, well, you know, state rights is okay, but did they want to have an organized one country response to things, right? Where, where Trump was like, hey, man, let the governors handle it themselves. And I said, and this is why I, to me, Rogan and I have that same, we know people, right? I said, look, you could talk about state rights, but state, in the end of the day, when chaos comes in, states are going to take care of their own selves. And look what happened. You had states saying, I don't want people from New York, New Jersey coming. I don't want people from Louisiana coming. You had that. Why? Because in the end of the day, they're going to take care of themselves. That's the whole point of it. So I understand people. I understand that that's the greatest strength America has. And then on a, besides, being, besides the market and being free and being able to express ideas and come up with inventions and businesses, besides that, the individual states have their own identity and that they create they make the Americans still unique which is very hard to replicate and if you were to go through each state in America even each region you would know that but when you stay in your coastal bubble like some of my associates do they don't know that that's the difference and I think that is the same that's the related to the same problem that you see here where people just look at the things and they don't really realize that they're in a bubble Rogan knows better. And I give him respect for that. And that's why when I look at these people criticize him, like, no, when Rogan says, I'm going to vote for, for Bernie Sanders and Bernie's gone, so I'm going to either vote for Trump or not vote at all, that is the regular person. And that's why the Democrats will lose this election. So this wasn't supposed to be a ramble. I don't know if it was, but it was close. <laughs> it was Cyrus King for Political Ramble. Till next time, peace.